This podcast contains material that is intended for mature audiences and may not be suitable for all listeners. Enjoy. So yeah, lost the tin cup intro. Great start. Anyway, <laughs> tin cup is brought to you by some studio starring Kevin Costner, Cheech Marion, Rene Russo, and the other guy in this movie, guys. Okay. I, I no idea. Um, God damn it. Nash Bridges? Um, you know who Nash Bridges is? Waggle. Waggle it. From the creator of Bull Durham and White Men Can't Jump. The club head. We waggle the club. Uh. Comes a story. It's a pretty girl has such an ugly swing. About men and women and the games they play. Remember, this game's about trust, touch, and letting go. Hi, darling. Hi, honey. Oh, no, not, not him. You got it bad, huh? Something about that chick. I uh, take it to her feminine. No one's ever saddled me with that one. Well, you might try being saddled sometime. Smell of leather, sting of a whip. Yeah! She must think I'm such a loser, lousy driving range pro. Local legend Roy Tincup McAvoy, <laughs> the best player to never hit the big tie. It's an easy game, this golf. Wasn't going anywhere. Oh. Gotta be the woman. I thought you said it was a virus. Well, a woman can have the same effect. But ever since Dr. Molly Griswold got inside his head... I think I'm in love with you. What? He's been changing his whole approach. From the moment I first saw you, I knew I was through with bar girls and strippers and motorcycle chicks and... Stunned, huh? Tell me you're not at least moderately attracted to me. You have moments, Roy. Yeah, well, you tell me which ones are my moments and I'll try and duplicate them. Just thinking about how to get in your heart. All right, all right, all right. To the cup. I'm your host, Ted Flint. This is Matinee Baseball. Just kind of in a delayed sitting here because sports are gone and we're just going to continue to get drunk. And talk old sports movies. I'm excited. I'm joined by, as always by Jake Voss and Sean Chantez Festerman. Tonight we are discussing Tin Cup. I'm a big fan of Tin Cup. Seen it a bunch of times. I have not seen it for a couple of years, so rewatching it was kind of cool. And but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go for it. We're gonna use that old three wood until we uh, until we have no balls left. But anyways, everything here at Tailgate Saturday is brought to you by Dead Eye Barbecue Sauce. Best goddamn barbecue sauce in the Midwest, in the Moan Universe, in Iowa. You can find it on most fairways or high V's and Amazon Prime and, of course, their website, deadibb.com, which, you know, even though I'm supposed to get 11 inches of snow tonight, fellas, 11 fucking inches Holy of snow. Crap. Yeah, pretty excited about it. Um, yeah, it's gross out there. <laughs> you, can still, you, can still, uh, you can still grow out and grill because next week's going to be 75 because, you know, that's how the universe likes to work us. So, uh, yeah, go there and get some recipes, grill your meat. And always subscribe. We have an amazing podcast at thetailgatesider.com. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, and iTunes. we got Bitter Units, an amazing beer podcast by JT Nutt, Aaron Wall, and Tim Johnson. And then we have all these sports and course by Emily Jarenka and Emily Grinnell, amazing podcast about women drinking wine, talking sports, and always, you know, drunk dialing and everything else. 
I a little hyper there. Probably some drinking whiskey out of a gasoline can box, so I apologize. And always check out the website, thetailgatesguy.com. You still have a day to vote for Munch Madness. I think Cheese Curds is going to win it, boys. I think it's going to take it over breakfast pizza. And I feel like that's the right choice. Do you guys have any hot takes on the championship? I don't think so. I mean, Cheese Curds is, is almost an undefeated choice. I will say there is a there is a small distinction when you get into uh, breakfast pizzas. I personally, I think you got to go with the gravy base, not the little cheese base, Ooh, which is we do not have time to discuss how wrong that take <laughs> that is. <laughs> We're gonna have to record another podcast after this, apparently. Gravy gravy base is fine. But when I bite into that pizza and it's gravy, a little bit of me is like, God damn it. Because isn't, isn't the lots of matzah breakfast pizza gravy-based? I was kind of pissed off about that. I think so. I had that. Yeah. Good for them. They should, like, <laughs> have a big old, like, 25 font print on those breakfast pizza frozen boxes <laughs> to tell you the sauce. That's like biting into a corn nugget expecting a cheese curd and just being pissed off. Oh, I've done that. Oh, it's the worst. Like, yeah, there's, there's, you don't want to be caught off guard by it. Uh, I guess that's for sure. <laughs> so, but yeah, before we get too uh, too uh, distracted, like I said, really, if you are you listening to this and really could use us, like just subscribe to us somewhere, or download us, like that'd be great. I mean, I understand like right now it's hard to listen to podcasts, so even if it's like a year from now, check us out. And uh, yeah, so as always, we like putting Shantez on the spot. I need a sixty second to ninety second complete plot breakdown of the 1996 masterpiece Tin Cup and go. All right. Um, so I guess it's basically, it's a, it's a golfer that's running a, basically a divey driving range in West Texas. Um, he starts giving lessons to, I guess, what is like the new local therapist, something along those lines. Um, he kind of falls in love with her. He, you find out somewhere in this mix that he's the golf pro that he used to be a good college golfer. Um, and that his rival, I guess that he golfed with in college, um, is one of the top PGA golfers. If not, he the top. Form, right. Um, caddies for him for a bit, uh, for his rival, gets fired for taking what was an incredible shot in a tour event. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then it goes, he decides he's going to go play golf. He qualifies for the U S open to win the U S open. Like that's his goal. That's his drive. And then, then he doesn't. And that's kind of how it wraps up. <laughs> but he, he does make the open. Doesn't she say something like you make the open next year or some shit like you, he unqualified because well, of where he placed, but he didn't win the Open. That was what he right. He doesn't do. win the Open. I guess, yeah, because that's where it's at the end, towards the end, like on that, you know, what is the famous scene from the movie when he keeps? I think it's when he puts like the second ball in the water. They say something about, well, now you just focus on qualifying for the masters next year or something and come back for the u.s open or something along those lines but yeah so jake's never seen this movie which i thought was kind of surprising because no i had never seen this movie 
So that when this going was in, like three years old when it came out, Ted. So that's, I didn't need that. Didn't need that part, but cool. Thanks. <laughs> Every time I gotta do it. Well, like this movie, like it came out in '96, I think, and like yeah. for some reason, I thought it was newer. Like I thought it was like '99. I mean, it's like three years. I understand it's like not a big difference, but like I thought it was closer to 2000. But like it's before For the Love of the Game. It's before uh, a few of the other big movies, but like so. When you're watching it, Jake, because I was like talking to like people I've never seen before. What did you think when he was like, "I'm dropping it here"? Did you think he was gonna like the next shot he was gonna make it on the green, or were you like, "This is where it all falls apart"? I yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I I think my initial thought was he's gonna actually do this again because they talk about how he basically did that before, right? Like just kept dropping yeah. and ended up shooting like a 13 or something on a hole. I think that was my initial thought was like they're really going to actually have him do this again but in the US Open. Right. Yeah, I I guess that makes sense. When he when he hit it the first time, I was like, wow, they're going to actually have him hit this shot, right? And then it rolls backwards into the water and I was devastated. Right. That was so brutal. Like the first two shots, they had the stupid ass backspin. Right. And yeah. Just <laughs> I don't know. I kind of have it in my notes, and I guess I don't know the whole layout of that green, but I don't know how you nut a three wood on a. It's a hole that they say nobody, even John Daly, hasn't ever reached it in two, and you hit a three wood that far, and you're still putting backspin on it. That's I don't even know golf, and I question. I was in my head. I was like, <laughs> and I'm wait, like, that doesn't make like, any sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At least I was correct in wondering about that. Um, but yeah, beyond that, yeah, so, like, so yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like it's not where uh, to to do backspin. I and I'm not going to sit here and talk like you know, I've got it all down because I'm a terrible golfer, but I golf quite a bit. Um, in that, like I know the idea of how to put backspin on because I've played like enough Tiger Woods in my life, but like I can't actually when I'm on a golf course, I have no idea. I'm just God, we used to play Tiger Woods. And uh, this is where, like, <laughs> podcast of me, I get distracted. But, like, did you ever play the uh, drinking rules to Tiger Woods golf when, on your with your buddy on, like, GameCube or some shit, Sean? Um, I guess I don't know that we ever play, played specific drinking rules. But I so would usually... if you didn't hit the green or fairway, it was two drinks, no matter what. Oh, like, I got <laughs> And it uh, would just get uh, – so, then, so then, then, then at the end of each hole – However many strokes you were behind, whoever got the best shot on that hole, that many drinks. And, wow. like, it just cannonballed you if you weren't good. Right. Then you're taking more drinks because you're not <laughs> drinking, like, two, two beers per hole. It was, like, probably a beer every two holes, two or three holes. Like, it, yeah, it would get bad. Weird. I guess we, would, we always played um, – we would do essentially, like, a skins match, but everybody would put up a dollar a hole and we'd all just be drinking the whole time. And I took so much money from all of my friends doing that. <laughs> I miss Tiger Woods golf. I don't, it got too complicated there. Like the later years, like, it was hard to play. I mean, that's just me. Cause I'm a bad player, but like it got really hard. It got a little more yeah. difficult, but then, you know, uh, <laughs> Tiger did Tiger stuff. Well, yeah. Once, I mean, I never played once he lost his name off the damn thing because I was waiting for our questions, but I don't have them. Um, That's cool. 
So, do you guys have like a a favorite scene from this movie? Like, and like I said about Jake lead against us. Like me, I know me and Sean seen it like numerous times. Like Jake, is there like a favorite yeah. scene that like stuck out to you? I guess. Um, Rewatchable is a wrong way of saying it, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like looking through my notes to see if which scene I get. There isn't really one that jumps out to me other than the end. I was actually. Like, it was kind of crushing to me that they were going to have him repeat the meltdown type of thing. Like, he didn't actually right. change or anything like that. We've been on a bad um, streak, though, man. But besides Vision Quest, man, we've, like, the last five movies we've watched, the dude doesn't win the goddamn contest at the end. Like, <laughs> right? Um, like, Coach Carter the, lost. I guess the only one I have down that kind of – because, like, I guess when we, when we got into this, it was kind of talking about, you know – seen it hadn't seen it or win or whatever like it had been a a long time since i've seen this movie especially in its entirety like i grew up with the idea that like oh yeah you know tin cup like like i said when we were talking about it it was like i'm pretty sure there's a vhs somewhere in my parents house laying around of it um but uh that uh that scene after I guess they kind of piggyback the scene where Romeo and then Roy basically break every single one of Roy's clubs except for the seven iron, and he finishes that round with a seven iron. Um, That argument where Romeo walks off, where it just basically shows that Roy's just an arrogant asshole. You know, he's just, I'm going to do what I want on the golf course, and I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to, you know, I can golf better than anybody else. So that part where he breaks all the clubs, when I watched that shit growing up, I thought that shit was hilarious. But rewatching it, I'm like, why would anyone be friends with this man? Right. It's like, just, you're just a fucking dick, dude. Um, and because, you know, it's where Romeo does that whole little speech. He's like, even when somebody's trying to help you, like, you won't even listen. Like, what is good? Like, you know, why? What's up? What is your deal? Um, but then also, like, I guess that that little thing after, after the rounds over where, um, the Sims comes up to him and he goes, yeah, I got a bet for you. Just uh, my rules, anything we want to do. And he goes, whoever can hit your seven iron the furthest. And he just, he lets Roy go first. And oh, man, one, the yeah. fact that, that Roy can hit a seven <laughs> iron, 227 yards. Right. Like, this, and this is pre tiger days. That's insane. Um, <laughs> Right, yeah, but, that, yeah that, then he that, just I, turns to the road and just. <laughs> I couldn't just, figure out the physics of where he could see the road from the restaurant, and that bothered me more than it should have. Like, that's or, a very new thing to do, Ted. Like, what? Did, all right, so what? How did? All right, yeah. So how, how did you think that was going to end up, Jake? When he was like, "Are right, y'all back uh, in the car?" So, uh, one to start with, I did have a note down about the breaking all the clubs. Like that was a. Uh, I just wanted to like smack him and be like, "You're a fucking idiot, stop." Um, <clears throat> but that whole scene about him making the bet, I knew that there was going to be something there because he knew like I'm not going to out hit him unless he like really fucks up or something. So I was trying to think in my head like, what is he going to do to either win this, like actually win, or to like screw him over still, or like just end up being the guy that you know quote unquote wins this competition and I couldn't figure it out and then they showed like the road and I was like oh wow he's gonna just bounce it down the road okay right. yeah play cart path rules <laughs> this is how I, yeah. I drive everybody 
like yeah, that, that part like that part stung. And like that's never like that's never a thing. Like is Roy like actually like a good person or is he just an asshole? Like I I I, I don't know. Like I think younger people like younger me like liked him a lot more. But like man, older me like watch him like I would not want to hang out with this person. Like I don't think I would enjoy yeah. his company. There's like, a lot of it. There's a whole bunch of parts of it that just show he is like a stubborn, arrogant ass, you know, all this stuff. Um, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I think it's in that fight. It's, I have it down of uh, where Roy says it. And also pulled up the quotes page on IMDb. So that helps. Um, but where he says, if I had to do it all over again, I'd still hit that shot. And Romeo tells me, he goes, man, you'd bury yourself alive just to prove you can handle the shovel, you know, sort of thing. And like, He's just so full of himself on an ego trip, you know, just I'm better than anybody around me, even though he's a dude living out of a Winnebago running a owning, owning, but selling shares in a driving range. I don't really know. To I can't remember how big <laughs> that town was either. Like, I just, it never like, it's big enough that they have a therapist, right? And why is she there? She's dating a right. golf pro. Like, why is she in the, like, like, why is her therapy office in this town? I did like that part. And I talked to a friend of mine the other day, like, how, like, it was nice that, like, they made her kind of crazy. I don't know, crazy is the wrong word. Like, damage? I don't fucking know. Like, like they could have easily made her, like, a stucked yeah. up, like, like, a stucked up prude and, like, he breaks her down. But she's like, I went and this here and I went and, like, did this for her, and then I got my degree on online or some shit. Like, she's just as, like, not perfect as Roy is, as opposed to him being like, instead of like, like she's in major league. Okay. And in major league, when Jake Taylor gets her, you're like, this will never work out. Cause she's smart and all this shit. And Jake Taylor's Jake Taylor, at least in this movie, like you could see where they're like, their craziness, like connects a little bit. That goes yeah. It's uh, it, well, and it's just, and they get into it and they do, they have that, that, weird almost awkward but like flirty stuff like it's just almost uncomfortable to watch it i guess <laughs> um because like that whole scene where uh like she brings back his car and she's like well and i don't have a car so i need a ride and it's just yeah no shit um like what it, how did you think this was gonna go and yeah, then, like, where, where did you expect this to how did you expect this to end up type um, of thing like duh <laughs> and so, like, he Which takes her to the key, river. Was, like, river. She, did she do that on purpose? Did she it, do well, that purposely? Get like, the ride home. Would almost think so, but like, then he does the whole like he stops at the river, which like from what's in the background it looks barely like like looks like a big creek. Um, Crick. But he's like, he's like, I I brought you to the river. Isn't that nature romantic shit? You know, and it's just like, no, dude. Like this is like he just. He's living in a fucking no. RV. Like, <laughs> but, but he's not. All right. So speaking of living in an RV, just because you know how, how how broken of a person I am, I googled because it's made out. All right. So it's from '96. So we're gonna call it the '96 U.S. Open. All right. How yeah. much money does Roy McAvoy win if he wins the U.S. Open that year? I looked it up. They're not there. We got over. How much money does he piss away? Um, judging on, well, cause I think the only, they only talk about 
two tournament payouts in that movie, and one of them was half a million, and that's the purse. That's the total purse, I believe. So, so it was two hundred fifty thousand. Was a uh, was the dues at the beginning? Was two fifty? Was the tournament yes. he caddied it right? Um, oh, correct. At some point, somebody said something about a two hundred. Anyway, uh, I would assume it's for the U.S. Open. Uh, probably a quarter of a million dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What do you got? I Jake? would go higher. I was going to say more like a million, but I don't know. Four hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars for winning that tournament. So That's let's say he finishes. <laughs> no, so let's say he finishes tenth. So I looked up. I want the top ten because I'm also a broken person. So, so I enjoy this. I'm surprised place. I didn't do it actually. So tenth place. I only showed the top ten. So time for tenth got you fifty three thousand. Still a good number. Right. Can you imagine being so stupid? $400,000 because he's a stubborn ass. So, right. So stubborn to try and make that shot. But, yeah, you cost yourself. And now was rewatching it. Like, you know, now this was, I guess I would say this is probably my first time as a real living, like, have an income and how I spend money and how my finances are impacted. I sat there and I'm just like, boy, that's a lot of money. Every time he drops a ball, I'm just like, Right. Dude, that's like 35 grand, you know, not even knowing, I guess, knowing the numbers, but I'm like, that's tens of thousands of dollars. Like, go just chip on and putt, dude. Like, what are you just doing? Like, <laughs> he misses the first two. I, 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 yeah, okay. go ahead. And that's, I, I guess did love how, like, have, he talks <laughs> about his whole business stuff, and he's just like, well, he goes, you know, I don't. You know, he basically sold his business. He lives in Winnebago. He's, you know, now I, I don't know. I assume this lady's making decent money, but maybe not. He's dating this lady who's a mental health therapist. Speaking of her being a therapist, the biggest laugh the whole goddamn thing was when he went in the exit door. And I'm like watching him like, (laughs) <laughs> All right, or did they just fuck up? And, like, there's a continuity error, and that's, like, the entrance door. The woman comes out. She's crying. He's a complete fucking prick to her. He right. goes in, goes down in flames, and then he comes back out, and he says something like, this bra is still out here crying. This is the exit room. This is the exit room. <laughs> the exit room. <laughs> Why are you still here? Like, I, like, oh, I, I just, huge belly laugh. Like, I thought, I didn't say shit to her. Like, I didn't say shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just there. I didn't say shit to her. I don't know. I don't. The movie's fun, but at the same time, like, I don't know. He's just. I have a really like unfun thing I want to talk about. So you guys don't even remind me like before this podcast is over. Like like a really unfun, fun fact. But anyways. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the movie. You mentioned Ted. You mentioned earlier about how big the town was. And me being the person that I am, the first time they said the name of the town because they referenced other West Texas towns, I Googled it to see if it was like a real town or not. Uh, It's not a real town, but in the description, they did say that it's basically because of where they describe where it is. It's uh, like Rankin, Texas, which is like a town of a thousand people. So I was going to say, yeah, what they say is they say it's like a hundred miles west of Odessa and Midland. Yeah, it's over by like Odessa that. and Midland. Which is, all, yeah. which is all like all of our like Friday Night Lights like shit like pops. Like, oh, I know that town. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, I know somebody that lives yeah. in that area, so a little bit beyond that, but it's mostly that. It's Lubbock, right? It's West Texas. Like, it did make me want to have a fucking Shiner. Like, I felt like we should all be drinking Shiner tonight. As much Shiner as I got drinks in that movie, but like, all right. So I have a question. All right, because my because I'm drunk now. I'm just going to scatterbrain. So if you're at this point in the movie, I apologize. So he 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 bets that guy four hundred dollars. He does to get his clubs back. Okay. He's using a rake, a shovel, shovel a baseball and a bat, bat. <laughs> and a garden hoe. Okay. Yep. If, like if a rock he throws the if he throws the ball up and he misses, is that a stroke? Yeah, absolutely. Does the ball yeah, shell farther with a baseball bat than a golf club? No. Really? I because I, I actually kind of wondered about that too. I I don't know that for sure. But like, it's not built for that. Like, I'm sure you can hit a a golf ball a good distance with a baseball bat. But I I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll, next time I go golfing, my friends won't know why. But I won't, I'm going to bring a wooden baseball bat with me. <laughs> I've got. Um, what are you bringing the Louisville Slugger with for? <laughs> like, what, uh, what we... But yeah, it, I I don't think. I guess it would be my opinion is that it would be maybe a little short of what is a a normal drive. Did it bother uh, anyone else that he didn't use a pool cue to putt? Or just me? Uh, well, so especially when they when they cut to that angle and that's the way he's using the rake to do it, I assume they didn't have a pool cue in the clubhouse to, like, I don't think I don't think a pool table in a golf clubhouse is gonna well, get a lot of play. It's also more more difficult to do what he did. He didn't get up in the clubhouse. Idea, so he pulled right? that shit out of his fucking. He pulled that shit out of his trunk. And they pulled up. Or did I miss where he was getting out of the driving range shit? And I'm an idiot. I, I guess I guess I don't know. I I, I missed something in there as far as um, because yeah, it was just like I'm I'm like okay, you're using basic greens keeping, you know, utilities. Yeah, uh, just tools. You're not using right. golf clubs or anything Shit, that's even meant to be around. used for uh, sports. Which I'm sure in a normal world are, are probably most of those things, the handles are halfway broken off, but people have been working with them the same way for like five years because like management is too cheap to replace that $15 shovel or something like that because um, that's what I would make somebody hit with is just like hey man that shovel uh, it had it and, and then he puts the shovel in the ground like what a prick like <laughs> he bites it into the fairway <laughs> yeah like he's the Florida State Spearman you know <laughs> <laughs> just throws it in the end like I don't know like that part might be my most reward I, 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 in my memory I thought that scene lasted a lot longer than it did. I'm like, oh, all right, man, I love this fucking shit. Like, you know, and then, like, then, then he gets oh, no, the clubs back, and then he promptly it's, it's, breaks all the fucking clubs in the first tournament he plays. Like, well, the, yeah, because it is that one, that whole thing with essentially garden equipment. It's one hole before that dude just hands him the money and he goes, get off my fucking course, you know? <laughs> I did love the, yeah, so he owns the course. I did love how the fact that like, we already won your RV. Or some shit like, right. so it's not even his fucking <laughs> RV. Like he won the RV. Like, 
I, I didn't like. I did get a kick out of the fucking. Uh, I don't even know what part it was. Cause I'm, like I said, drunk scabbering. Like he throws some out the window of the RV, and Ramon's like, "Man, that's right in the fucking hot tub." Oh, uh, the, the, the spoiled gun. milk. Yeah, <laughs> threw at the spa, man. <laughs> like. I did like the part where, like, when they he, were I all, I think he like, literally sleep. said, I think he was like, uh, <laughs> you know you threw that in the spa, right? And he, and then he's still drinking the fucking milk. He pours it in the cup, throws it right <laughs> out the window, and then proceeds to drink the cup of milk. Like, I was like, okay, just, sure. That's gross, like, but okay. Like, that, that, this movie does have, like, I love a good movie, a good friendship, like, like the fact that he comes back, he doesn't have to beg him to come back, right? He just shows back up, and they're just like, "You fucked up." I know I fucked up. You're gonna be my caddy, or however that goes, right? And like they have the whole like dating thing, right? Like that part cracked me. That's that's a friend. That's a really good well, like how do we write a friendship? That makes sense, well, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, he does the whole. You know, he walks in with Romeo, and he, he goes, "I love whatever the other dude's name was. I love him, but you know, he." He almost, you know, he's a walking He's a heart wheezing attack. heart attack. Yeah, he's a wheezing heart attack. Um, and then just, but he's like, I need you. And he's oh, goes, you need oh, me. You don't love me? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. No, I get uh, it, yeah. But yeah, then it, then he gets into the just, uh, just okay, you love me, but do you, do you love me more than him? You know, and he just, you know, plays that game. He's poking the bear and just like, that's. <laughs> you know, how how do you really feel about it? Let let's get some actual feeling out, of it, you know, kind of thing. And uh, so like, yeah, that was kind of a, I don't know. I guess for me, with my friends, my friends are stubborn assholes. I'm mostly a stubborn asshole. Like, I get that conversation. I've gone through that conversation numerous times with people, and just like, okay, but it, you know, I. Yeah, if, if you had like a best friend, like you, you had that part where like, like my best friend's part was Rick, and like I fucked up in the Ozarks last year, and like the next day I, I woke up and I'm like, yeah, you know, shit, <laughs> like, like you know, you just know you fucked up, and your friend knows right. you fucked up, and and they're gonna like funny for the rest of your fucking life for fucking up, but they're not gonna like, like they're not gonna hold it against you for fucking up. So true. Right. right? Yeah, and you're never he here to end of it. Like, Rom- Romeo's going to make fun of that fucking club breaking shit to the day they die, right? Oh, yeah, he's going like to hold either. it over your head forever. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> hey, hey, remember when you had that chance to, uh, you could have just ran the table and easily won a spot into a U.S. Open qualifier, but you wanted to be the dude to try and play it with a seven iron and probably squeaked in with, like, he a got one par. He got par one. on the second right. half, like, and then and then he loses everything because he fucking, you know, he hit he gets in a bet. Do you guys recognize the uh, the guy from his crew as the uh, the the dad from Varsity Blues, or like yes, I did Lance Harper, like Lance Harper's dad. You I know? guess I didn't. Uh, like I, I don't I, want I, your life or whatever. Oh no, no that's it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the other one. Right. It's a, he's like yeah, it's throw the. Is there anybody out there? Hey, I can hear you. That was weird. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, it literally just, it made like a, 
uh, I don't even know what that tone is called. Disconnected yeah, tone, and I yeah, went back over quick, to the tab, and it was going. Give a quick beep, and then we're, <laughs> I'm I'm gone. Uh, All right, so no idea where what we were talking about because uh, really yeah, awesome. I don't know. Um, did you? So I had one note that I was waiting till till I could bring it up. Did yeah. you notice on the on the 18th hole of the open after they when they were walking off the tee box? that they had the guys, like, talking back and forth, if you, like, watched them? No, I didn't. So, like, Roy and David Sims were, like, if you watch them, guys, those guys, when they were walking off the tee box and walking out on the fairway, they were, like, looking, like, literally, like, you could see that they were having a conversation back and forth. Right. And I thought no, it was I weird. I didn't, I, I was curious if that was, like, something that they recorded and decided they didn't want to put in the movie or if that was just something to make it seem more real or right, what, just kind what of they a, did there. Uh, make it kind of a natural sort of thing as far as, because I mean, I guess, I don't know. And I guess you look at, if you watch PGA events now, you know, it's these guys, when they walk out, they'll talk to each other and stuff. And like, if you kind of just cut audio and let it be all they're walking, um, there's a level of, they're set, I guess, um, that they may be, it may be kind of leave open to interpretation of like, are they talking about, cause I guess they do get up to, uh, they get up to that next shot and, you know, they're talking about, you know, all right. Especially like when Roy's talking to David and he's like, you know, and just your shot back, he's like, you know, a, a birdie puts you birdie ties you, you know, oh, yeah. a, lay, a layup, you know, a par is, uh, maybe solidifies you. I guess it would be third place because if, he, if Roy lays up and takes his part and goes to a playoff, like that's obviously one, two, but it's just like, um, but it's like, dude, you can be in contention for first and like, and they've, they had made it a point, you know, that Roy kind of edges of just like pushing his competition to, more or less maybe make mistakes to just, Hey man, you got this. Like I can make that shot. You can make that shot. You know, you can make that shot. I can make that shot. Um, right. But uh, there's maybe some of that jabbing because it is like you get David sits there and, and he's got his three wood in his hand. Like he's got it halfway out of the bag and he's just like, mm-hmm. you know, not doing it. And, well, I think you know, before that he looked at him like once the, uh, the guy made the guy in front of him. I don't remember who that was, but right. made it made his putt or Jacob whatever. He's like, whatever. He looks yeah. at him. He's like, it's, it's you and me now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't it's know if they were gonna uh, like somehow get for whatever reason have David try and hit it over or what. But right. Yeah, that, that would be a little bit interesting to see. Uh, I guess if if you play that card of. if David takes that shot because they do that little stare down and he's just, you know, David, is it you or me? You know, which, which one I of us is further out? Where we basically, going. we basically hit the same shot, you know, um, where do I really thought it was going to go there. Like um, I thought him like try and take that shot. And so, yeah, that's where it gets into, uh, yeah. Does he, it would be interesting to see if David, David hits that shot and he gets it over and, you know, he makes a, he makes a birdie or, and, you know, and he's, He's tied for that playoff, but obviously, like, 
in that meantime, Roy's got to take his shot before David ever puts and all that stuff. But, and, you know, and then he gets into that stubborn, you know, dropping stuff in the water. Um, yeah, man, I still can't believe that he just over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. Just throwing it in the water. Um, and I guess that gets into uh, what's in the, uh, when, uh, you know, Ted talks about it. And, and there's, I, I think there's only one opportunity for, I guess I don't know because I know what that final scene how that final whole pays out plays out, but uh that whole final hole, you know, you get into they do and they do I think I don't think they show the first day he goes in the water, but like they show the second, third, and then obviously the fourth day and the final of him going into the water. Uh but they always play the that big build up music that this is the one this is the one that we're, it's going, it's going, it's getting right. over, it's getting over. And they yeah. build it up so big and then you get that splash and it's just, dude, like, and like, even as a golfer and not a good golfer, but there's numerous times I'll hit a ball that I'm just, oh yeah, that's, that's going right where I want it to. And then it hits about 30 yards short of what you're trying to hit. And you're just like, oh no, that was actually like <laughs> oh, a really just bad kidding. shot. And, uh, whoops. Like, like it's like in a, you know, I have a few of them that you'll hit them and you'll just go, oh, that felt great. And it's just, it's nowhere where you want it to go. But then you have one of them where uh, I think it's that third round one where as soon as he hits it, he just goes, nope, let's go. Nope. Yep. He knew right away. Yep. And it's just. Well, that was really, that was really, really good of them to put in there that he knew when he hit it, because on that first shot uh, in the last round, he, he said, yep. Like he knew it was mm-hmm. going, which obviously he hit it over, but for whatever reason it had backspin on it and rolled right, in the water. Yeah, right, it, it rolls back and um, and that's and that's kind of that stuff, you know. And I understand, you know, there's bad breaks in life. There's bad breaks in golf. Like you get some of that stuff, um, but yeah, that one's just rotten luck. Whatever, it, you know, if that is the way. Uh, but yeah, then to just Whatever fall you call it, that yeah. and and to just keep hitting that, and it's just, I know it's in the uh, the kind of <laughs> uh, sorry, I just saw Smith's thing about looking like the dude from Smash Mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a fucking calling on my cell oh, phone. Hey. It will not. Oh, Ted, it won't let me Ted's fucking here. like. I can still see the power. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, we're just bullshit. Uh, but we you know, got you really did you guys do the casting part no, we haven't at all? Yet. No. No, I was just going to get into, uh, like, the Goosebumps moment just because, like, it's even as a dude who's seen the movie numerous times and, like, I've seen that last scene of the U.S. Open numerous, uh, God knows how many times. But, like, even today I sat there on the couch and I had, I literally had Goosebumps from a dude who shot a 12 to lose the U S <laughs> open by seven strokes, just burying a long three wood. And just like, that's amazing. <laughs> and like the lead up to that shit is up there with the, uh, the major league lead up, like strike this fucker out. when Romeo was like, that's right. Fucking make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your last ball, dude. Like, I right. can make it. 
Yeah, yeah and I actually, like, right before that, I, I that question popped in my head. I was like, uh, how many balls does he actually have to hit? Yeah, you only get so many, like, by rule in the PGA, you only get so I don't many in your bag know. before it's... And, I don't like, I'm not know what the number is. But I he's think okay tossing that shit in the water, right? Like, he doesn't, like, bring the ball like, and present it to somebody, right? Like No, it's, I mean, good. you get... I mean, it's your... Like, it's, I think, and I'm sure somebody, Tom or Levi or somebody's going to come in and just, well, actually, the rules on balls in the back for this. Um, how, but I think it, it this you far, get like five or six, or, and like that's what you get. The whole part where he, uh, the barroom shot, like we made like with the dude like using the goddamn water nozzle out of the, the clubhouse bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> a drink dispenser gun. Like, we got a low ceiling in here. Got to go thirty feet. Got to cross the water, and that shit like just killed me. Right, like, and then he, we only talk about the, the dude, he best that dude later, the thing shut off the shitter. Like, we should, like, talk about, like, what's the best shot that he makes his whole movie? Is it the three wood at the end? Did the bank shut off the shitter onto the green? I don't actually think made the green, but that's fine. Or is the I, bar I, I wondered about that, too. It looked like uh, it was on fairway, that, right? It, he, he, bet, he bet that it would go to the green, and it for sure did not get on the green. Why is Sugar Land? Well, the hardest one is the last one, but I appreciate the one off the shitter the most. Right. And that's, oh, oh my God. And, and he called it like five different things. The water elevator. like Water, water closet. Like, and, yeah, because he, he was English. So, like, that's what that's what they – there's a lot of different names. From now it, on, yeah. when we're at the tailgate and we're all shit I'm like, I'm hitting a water closet. Like, I'm putting that shit in my goddamn That's what they say in Europe or England. Like, sorry, Sean, we interrupted you. No, I'm you're fine. Ray ringtone. I, I interrupted <laughs> myself with all of this. I've, um, I've never heard of someone still having a fucking music ringtone. That caught me okay, off guard. Okay, so I, I found, the, uh, I found the, the rule based on what I can – I'm seeing here, like, that's not a thing. Like, running out of golf balls – isn't uh like you're not limited to any either way like number that, or something. And, and they cuss a lot yeah. they cuss a lot in that movie but like it's a well sound it's a well timed fuck and fucking make it or what's he say like something like right like, fucking get it there then or some shit you know i can get it there yeah. Romeo, then fucking yeah. do it yeah yeah like, then i think it was just fucking do it or something like that you know and it's just all right like okay <laughs> uh <laughs> and that's that whole thing you know with I don't know. Romeo is is a great character in this movie. Just like, not even necessarily. Friend. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to say a voice of reason, but a good friend and just like, all right, man. If if you got, this, let's do it. Like you got it. Like let's go get it. Um. <clears throat> even when you know, and he had obviously that time in that first actual tournament where he's just like, dude. He goes, just lay up. He goes, it's we're not here to show off flex out, you know, whatever, like yeah. you're either going to go left or right of those trees. And he goes, no, I'm going to go over those trees. And, and, like, and like, and like, dude, you don't have part to. of the beginning like, when uh, Don Johnson shows up and he knows that this guy's bad news. And like, he doesn't have to lie about where Roy's at, but he's like, Oh, he's right. at Houston. Like, he's just not here. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, he <clears throat> who the fuck that guy is. Did you know, like I did some, like, on, on, that was supposed to be Pierce Brosnan. 
And to the like, since I've been thinking about that, I think Pierce Brosnan would have fucking owned that role, even though Don Johnson's amazing in it. Like, but I don't know if he could pull off the English, the English accent, or the American accent, right? If that's Pierce Brosnan. Um. Yeah, I guess that maybe would have been maybe a bit off, but like, yeah, he would he would rule that you know kind of cocky you know on top of everything rule. I just want to see him and Costner like just trade barbs. That's all I just want like, like... <laughs> Well and and I also think it would be I, I think it would be funny to watch Pierce in that because like you know, they have that whole running stick the whole time of that uh uh you know, he hates old people, he hates kids, and later on. <laughs> and he hits them all he hits them all the dogs. same they hits them all the same it hits them all at the same time, right? Yeah, like, yeah, and then and then it's just you sign sign an autograph for my grandson, and he's just like just blows <laughs> up. <laughs> just watching Pierce Brosnan do that would be, you know, I guess it would be similar to some of the <laughs> stuff he does in like Mrs. Doubtfire around the same time, right? Just like, but would just be. But at the same James time, like Don Johnson does pull off like the uh, the tanned asshole golf pro, really. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's tough. Right. Like it's tough, so right. Uh, this movie's this good. Like it's a, it's a good like. I don't know. About, I don't know. I, what, what's that, Jake? Jake's like the guys for Jake. Jake, do you think it's a good movie? Uh, it's an okay movie. I'm not gonna say it's bad, and I don't regret watching it. My biggest thing with the movie, it, it was good. Other than I just it's couldn't a long figure movie. his character. Out. Well, it's long, but I couldn't quite figure his character out. Like, is he like? just this all shucks guy is he an alcoholic is he a serious guy like a serious whoa whoa what's gonna be throwing like, stones what? at alcoholism in this time period right now <laughs> i mean i'm i'm not i'm just his character seemed to bounce <laughs> back and forth between like three different types of people and right. it was it threw me off but he is very much like it's even he very much is an alcoholic like they make numerous references to just like you're just you're a you're a golf pro at a driving range, like not even at a you golf play, you, course. Okay, okay we like, all okay, all of us that have played pool better drunk. We all appreciate the whole like you're better player when you're drunk. Let's get fucked up. Oh yeah, that absolutely. Like, yes, that's right. right. That's me. Like my, my one of my best friends doesn't drink a, doesn't drink alcohol at all. He's an amazing pool player, and he'll only play pool with me if I'm between beer like six and thirteen. I'm really good. That's a very, really that's a very real. Thing. And he like. And he like he loves playing with me because I'm a shit talker, and then he can just like like play like oh Ted's drunk sorry apologize, like but like that shit like and then he fucked up my shot like an eighty three. What what Don Johnson yeah. guy say like well, I put a pro am last week. <laughs> I put a pro am last year and that fucking shit ass actor got eighty two. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he rags on him and just like, and he he makes that kind of comment of uh, he's just like, what you know, it's not fair. I was hung over, and like golfing hung over <laughs> is one of the worst. It's miserable. Like it's just, I don't want to be outside. I want to be in my bed, especially like I have seen you on Twitter numerous times where like. I still fucked up a yard night before, and like I'm going golf in the morning with my friends, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> "You poor I, bastard!" I have, to, I have to be golfing in four hours. Like it's just this is going to be awful. Um, 
Yeah, and that's where you get into it. Just especially in in the middle of summer around here, it's just it hurts. It's just why is it so hot? All I want to do is drink water, but I think if I drink water, I'm gonna puke. And I'm, I'm a disc golfer, oh. and like we just go, we just go get fucked up while we disc golf, and like like I can imagine that golf golf is worse, but. <laughs> Mash mouth shit in front of me, John. You're the fat friend. <laughs> let's do the let's do the recasting because I actually I, I, I have idea. Did research. How old this. was Kevin Costner when the when the shit? He happened? was like forty, forty one, something like that. Fuck, Cooper, right? Yes, that That's... it is Bradley Cooper all day, every day. That is the only person that should. Yeah, play I think that. you're right. I think that would be perfect for that rule. Uh, for that and role. You put, I mean, and you put the dude. I'm not gonna embarrass myself. I'm not fucking remember his name. I don't know who's gonna be Ramon. Just give me a second. Don't judge me. Uh, I didn't think I'm about getting that there. one actually. I'm I only, getting there. I only, I only did Roy, Molly, and. I don't want to watch so. the Ant Man fucking trailer. Fuck you, my. I, I didn't do who should replace Cheech. Actually, I have um, two. I have two. I have two. I have two. I have two of these for Cheech. You want to hear them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Louise Guzman is my first bet. Ooh. Give, give me Louis yeah, Guzman like with Bradley Cooper because I want to um, see the fucking. I want to see it. I want to see it, right? Yeah, he might and, be a little old, but yeah, but he got to be an older character, right? Give me the yeah, it probably works. Wikipedia, but... you cocksuckers. <laughs> um, now that you say that, I I gotta find Michael the name Pena. There we go. Michael Pena oh, and Bradley yeah. Cooper. Let's make yeah, it happen. See, that's not fair because if it's Michael and somehow they would have to shoot somebody in all of it. What did you say? <laughs> you lagged there. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> uh, I think if you get Michael Pena, I think by contract um, you have to have wait, Mark man. Wahlberg play As the Sims. Play As the, David Sims. That. Yeah, that was and my recast for him was Wahlberg. So let's do it. Wahlberg's um, too stout though. You, you need like, I, I mean, my bet is my my guess. Like, I think I don't want to be Chris Penn, but he's too young, right? I mean, yeah, you got to be, be around old, like, forty probably to. I don't know how old it. Jennifer Lawrence is, but I think she'd be a good Renee Russo, right? I said uh, Charlize Theron. In her four, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, she's a little older, but. Then and you can play. Gonna, you can do. Uh, you can play like a Jennifer Aniston or something in that too. Uh, wow, that'd be a good one. Like true, but like, like. So, this is the thing I was going to earlier about, like the, the depressing topic. Topic. So, of his crew that rolls around with him, right? Of all his people, I think three of the five of them are dead. Like it was like friends. Like the little like really? traveling crew. Yeah. Everyone but the Varsity Blues dad. And that's it. Like everyone else is dead, to be honest. Like the TCU guy's dead. <laughs> the black guy's dead. Um the guy from home improvement with the beard is dead. It's it's ridiculous. Like I went through like and looked at it. like it's bad. I mean of course they're all like seventy. I remember they were all like 60 in the goddamn movie came out. So, but got a little I'm not going to research that shit. 
So who who is Don Johnson then? I think Chris Penn might be a good Don Johnson. You don't know who Chris Penn is, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's what I said. I said I legitimately said Wahlberg, like with a question mark. But... Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant Wahlberg for Costner. No, Wahlberg no, would no, be no, amazing no. for Don oh. Johnson. Yeah, that's for a guy that can like play, well, pretty much anything, any kind of role, but like be an asshole like that and and whatnot. That was my choice for for Sim, for David Sims. That's a good call. I forgot his name. Yes, yeah, Sims is his name. <laughs> were you guys like? Were you guys like terrible people like me? Like when you saw Nicholson's name on the scoreboard, we're like, I want to see what Nicholson looked like in 1996. Like, I'll go and show up. <laughs> right, yeah, give me a little, a little glimpse into that world. I love that betting part. Like, like they're all like, are you getting four to one? <laughs> yeah. like, those are good odds. Those are good odds. Uh, I'll fucking make it from here. That shit might be my favorite part. I, I, I'm backtracking when he like when he upstages Sims at like his his like, his, like charity shit. Oh yeah, make it from here. That's pretty good. Like, you're gonna need this glove. Okay. <laughs> How many of the other golfers in the movie were pros? Like, were pretty much all of them re- actual pros? Ernie Els or... shows up in there a few times, right? Uh, like... I think as far as so, like, I, I weirdly paid a little bit of attention to like the credits at the end, and like, I think they only credit like four golfers like as themselves. Um, but then I didn't pay attention to like other ones. Like, I did appreciate I guess those that ones that had probably speaking roles. You know that they were, made you know, Sims little... not win. Did anyone else appreciate that shit? Like they made like some unnamed random right, person with the another dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like still second place, David, or some shit. Like you know, like like I was like, I swear to God, we have never moved where a goddamn cocky asshole wins the tournament because we fucked up. Right, right, and so, well, that's I guess you kind of you kind of get that vibe early on in that last in that final round when uh, when Sims makes that comment about you know and just Roy starts awful on those first two holes and he just got and he goes it was a nice par back there and Sims just like <laughs> yeah I'll take eighteen of them and he goes you do that I'm gonna eat you alive. Right, and it's like, I, and like that's kind of cool. Like that's a good line. Like, just that was a good line. Is, is yeah, man, go for this it. You like can, the, you yeah, can be as, I guess I don't want to say average because, like, obviously on a U.S. Open PGA course, a, a part is a pretty good damn score, especially when they say like, I think they mentioned in there that if he can get that first shot over and he can putt for eagle, like Roy would finish. 10 under and like nobody's yeah, ever he, finished he, he the record. US Open yeah. 10 under right um, so like yeah par's a good course like if you can do that all day every day like that's fine but well, most like, the... I still got like I'm not like a golf fan but like every time I watch like a US Open it's like the top score is like negative 3 or some shit like yeah and that's it's and always that's, a ridiculous number like they, they make tough. those those majors are are hard you know it's just they pick hard courses, especially now, as, you know, and it's been, what, 25 years of where we've gotten into the whole tiger-proofing courses. You know, it's no longer – there's no such thing as a short par five. Like, a par five is 630 yards. It, like, you're never, ever 
it's going to take some good luck in a fight. Yeah, to, so, yeah. You know, so, make yeah, an so his driving like course that. only had like 250. <clears throat> right. That seems small to you. Like, I'm not a golfer. Like, should it be it's, longer? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess uh, it always, I mean, and it has been built that, you know, you now look at there's 500 yard par fours and stuff on courses and stuff because guys regularly at least guys on the tour regularly drive a ball you know 350 yards and it's there's nothing to it like that's just the way they ball but the way they've engineered balls and clubs and just how hard they hit a ball um and so it's 400 yards is nothing like it's I've always kind of wondered I almost once a year I'll ask my friends you know we'll go out to these local courses around town and we'll golf and it's like hey man I go what what do you genuinely think like if Rory McIlroy walked into this one he's gonna be disgusted at the playing conditions that we play in (laughs) as peons but like, well, he's, what do you he's th- out there in a fucking sweaty ass white beater that first night when Rene Russo shows up, man. So. Right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just, I mean, it, the way. Can we take a moment before his podcast is over to discuss his shirt choices throughout that movie? Like, just like '90s, like Hawaiian print, but like plaided Hawaiian print. Like, yeah. like they were. Like, <laughs> certainly something. I don't. The the one thing I think I had the biggest issue with is it's either that second or third round at the U.S. Open, like they kind of pan up him on that first hole, and he's wearing these ridiculous baggy weird golf yeah. pants <laughs> that look like they're out of like the greatest game ever played. You know, out of eighteen hundreds <laughs> golf. It's just, what are you doing? <laughs> right, I just appreciate the part where, like, Romeo's like, all right, put your change in your left pocket. I tie that shoe, like, like, put your fucking visor backwards. Like, that shit was good. Like, like just what stop the hell just happened? thinking. Yeah, you're not thinking about your shot, your swing anymore. Like, you just did it. You know, so. I mean, the movie's, like, the perfect fucking, like, Sunday afternoon, I'm taking a nap on the couch. Oh, tin cups on. I don't fucking... I'll plop this shit on, right? It's not terrible, but it's like, you know what I mean? I'll just put it on, right? Like, it's, I won't say mediocre because I enjoy it, but it's not good, right? It's just, it's a it's a decent flick. Is that where you guys are at on this? Like, yeah, I agree with your, with your, like, Sunday afternoon, oh, it's on, you know, turn it on, lay on the couch, whatever type of thing. <laughs> Sean's apparently disconnected. This <laughs> podcast is just a shit show. Oh, that's funny. Uh, no, I think it's, right. it's a fine movie. <laughs> Sean's it's back. Not, uh, it's not, yeah, it's not like amazing, but yeah, you're, you know, it's on. It's a good, know, it's a hang good out on the couch and watch it. And, yeah, for sure. It's radar, and like I can't figure out why they decided to need to make it radar. For besides, like, really, I didn't even look at that. I mean, I guess there's enough like, language that it makes it R. Well, I mean, she, I mean, Doctor Molly shows up and she immediately says "shit, fuck," right? While well, she's like golfing, he's like, <laughs> yeah, "Oh, well, you got that second golf swing." <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're gonna get an R rating, they could have like leaned into it a little bit more. 
don't right? know. I mean, and I also feel like it pulled like a little bit of like a return of the King Lord of the Rings and mean there. I guess the like, it could have uh, like, ended on the last shot and like they like added like the the pond diving and then and then them together in the RV and then Romeo and the strip club owner like together like right. they add like seven minutes. I'm like we could have just fucking ended on the hole. Like sure. Like right when he when he buries that buries that shot and then you know it's just the it could have easily ended him like turning and hugging Molly and that's the net that's the game that's over right like that's it you know right the, this must have been shortly after we got past the point of you can do freeze frame endings because <laughs> I feel like if this movie was I made did like five I did years like before, that line where she says like uh, I've never been with the guy that goes for it yeah right that show was good right. like. Like, yeah, that's when but, the, that's when the the other gal goes. Well, then he's your man, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, we're gonna end on this question so we can go like get drunk with the other uh, TGS members on the Zoom channel. Are Molly and Roy still together? Oh God, no. Yeah, I don't. I think they had some like really good times for five years or something, but they're both crazy, so there's no way. Have we ever had a movie where like the couple stayed together? Are are, are uh, Jake Taylor and Renee Russo still together? I don't <laughs> think they're in Major League Two. Is she she's not in Major League Two, right, Sean? So that's a okay. bad time. And, uh, no, I, I don't know. She's time. not. That's not good. <laughs> like Arcana Reeves and Diane Diane. You guys could help here in hardball. Oh, um, hardball. I don't know. Lane. Diane Lane. Oh, you hear right. together? Hell, I don't Drink know. This guy. I don't know. It's your question. I answered the first one. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get drunk. We're going to watch draft day next week. We're going to ask Sean if he's going to join us, though, because the Bears don't have a first-round pick. And I know Jake doesn't have a fair team. So – Sean, are you going to get drunk with us for draft day next Thursday? Uh, when, where, where why are you fans? asking me about the Bears like I'm a Bears fan? <laughs> no, because you're, no, you're a Titans fan. Do they have a pick in the first round? Oh, I don't know. I assume so, but they'll probably fuck it up. Uh, you just had the guess right receiver last year, right? Was that a first round pick? Was was Brown a right receiver? Was he in the first round? Um, I think he was second round. I don't know what I round mean, it was. What year it was? I just remember like a TGS night where like the no no uh, last year last year was when <laughs> I freaked out because <laughs> I got drunk. I they should have taken Montez Sweat. They traded down and they did is. not take Montez Sweat. He was from Texas A and M. Is he good? I was a big fan. He's like a D end or something along those lines. What is he? But is um, it good now, though? Like, are you mad that you freaked out? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember who they picked in that spot. So, I I can't say <laughs> no. I'm mad now. Titans picked 29th, which that sucks because that's what you get for accidentally losing in the AFC championship. Which, which means um, we get to talk about draft day and get drunk and the pick will come up during the podcast. Yeah, that, what excited. could go wrong? <laughs> cool. Maybe it'll take. Do you know? Do you know that uh, the dude that plays Black Panthers in Draft Day? Did you know that? <laughs> no. Wait, what? Fucking the guy that's the Black Panthers in, in yeah. Draft Day. 
Really? I didn't know that. Did you also know he's like 45 years fucking old? This is really weird. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, uh, he's something, that's for sure. So, all right, boys. I'm going to try to, like, end this podcast with my cell phone because blog talks a bit. Yeah, how's that going to work? Are we just going to have another 24 I can, I can hit the end button. I can hit the, I can hit the end button thing, so. Oh, okay, cool. And I have, I have our new intro exit music, by the way. So, oh, nice. Let's go. I gotta find it, Jake. I'm low drunk. Let's give it a try. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, you didn't have to. Are you guys ready? Yet, my bad. All right. Yep, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's blow it. See you guys a little bit later. <laughs>